What's happening, guys? Welcome to Ask Jay Live, episode number 24. All right, guys, we're rocking tonight. Um, we changed the time, so we're going to be on uh, from now on at 8 o'clock uh, on Tuesday evenings to give more people the opportunity to jump on to the show. Uh, I've gotten a lot of people, man, that have been like, hey, I love, I'd love to go on live with you. But unfortunately, I'm working at 12 noon, so I definitely understand and I get that. Uh, before we get into today's subject matter, uh, once again, guys, I just want to uh, welcome and thank everybody for coming out to the L.A. event. It was an amazing event uh, out in L.A. with my man Melvin Graham, uh, the producer of a new Amazon Prime documentary, Black Business L.A. We're actually going to be running that episode uh, we're going to cut it out cut it down and we'll be running that episode within the next week or two so people can get a chance to see it the uh, video content was crazy and uh, we had a great time out there so I want to thank all the BEB family members that came on out for that uh, so today guys what we're going to talk about um, and it's something that I got from the LA event uh, what are some of the biggest obstacles in your business what's holding you back and, you know, being a serial entrepreneur and a business coach for, you know, serial entrepreneur for 20 plus years, business coach for got probably 10 plus years, formal business coach, because I've always been coaching people, uh, you know, for a long time since I've, I've had those experiences. Um, there, there's certain things that hold people back when it comes to entrepreneurship. And if you guys, uh, once I finish my, my diatribe, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on that so uh just to give you a heads up if you want to speak hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue and then once you i bring you up you can hit the mic to unmute yourself to speak but um some of the things that hold people back uh are, are technical stuff like the tech stack and this is something that i've talked to a lot of my friends and and, and also uh, other entrepreneur friends about is because a lot of times as an entrepreneur, we know what we want to do. We just don't have the tech stack or necessarily the skill to be able to do it, unfortunately, because, you know, we have to put all of these different mechanisms together. You might need a landing page. You might need email, uh, email auto, uh, auto campaigns. You know, you might need other types of things, a lead magnet. So unfortunately, when people are trying to put stuff together, if you don't have that expertise, it's you, you run into a roadblock. And so really what you want to be able to do is either find somebody that can help you do it or if you don't have the money, learn how to do it yourself. And that's kind of what I did years ago. I started playing around with stuff and I learned how to put all of that together because now I don't have to be beholden to somebody or pay somebody to, to create a simple funnel. Now, I will be honest, though, even though I can do it now, a lot of times I'll farm out the business uh, because I just don't have the time to do it or the expertise. I can build a WordPress site, but my WordPress site isn't going to look super great like people that specialize in WordPress sites. So one of the biggest obstacles, guys, I see is uh, you don't have the, the technical aspects to put together exactly what you want. And I've seen it, like I said, more so than not, that that's one of the biggest problems that holds people in a, in a space where they, they can't move forward. Damn, how do I do this? How do I put this together? And that's big. So uh, uh, I just got off our BBA Elite Group coaching call. And one of the things that I think is is paramount is being able to understand your flow of your sales funnel or your marketing funnel and then putting the components in place. Uh, another big obstacle that I see is uh, you don't have support, right? And I'm not talking about, um, well, what I'm talking about is people or group or individuals that support your vision or your mission. And a lot of times, and I say this on Black Entrepreneur Blueprint Podcast all the time, is, you know, your vision and your mission is given specifically to you. It's not given to anybody else. And so you have to understand that you don't don't expect other people to understand what your objectives and your vision is because they didn't receive that vision. They may have another vision or they may not even have a vision at all. And it's unfortunate because there are a lot of people that don't have any type of vision 
They're just going around, you know, day to day, you know, marking time as my as my grandfather used to say. You know, you're just marking time. You ain't <laughs> you don't have no vision, no mission or nothing. You go on to work, you're coming home or whatever, and that's it. And, you know, so don't expect people to have your vision and you need to look for support in the right places. So if you're looking for support for somebody that has no idea or has no interest in being an entrepreneur, they may support you superficially, but they may not understand what it really takes to be successful. And I I told my wife a long time ago, there's a difference between tolerating something and supporting something. So tolerating is, oh, yeah, all right, I, I got it, bro. You, you, you're trying to do this business. Yeah, good luck, whatever. That's not support. Support is, hey, man, I know you can do it. You got the, the brains to do it. You got the tenacity to do it, and I'm going to support you any way I can. So one of the other biggest aspects of people not being able to or, or not getting stuff done, guys, is unfortunately uh, you don't get the support. So if you work out of your house and you're a solopreneur, a lot of times that's, you know, it's, it could be good or bad. But I think if you're around like-minded people, so like with WeWork and these co-working spaces, you feel that energy. So I have a, a, a WeWork space and I also have, you know, I work out of my house. I have an office in my home. But a lot of times I just like to be around other people and that energy that's going to invigorate me and help support me as I continue to, you know, build my businesses. And today what we're talking about, guys, is, um, you know, what are some of the biggest obstacles in your business? And I'd love you guys to chime in in a little bit once I finish going over a couple of these things. Um, Also, uh, money, right? So it's unfortunate in our community that a lot of times we're undercapitalized when it comes to starting businesses. And that really it can hold you back because if you don't have the, the resources or the tools to be successful, then it's going to be that much harder to be successful. So one of the things that I, I always talk about and I, I practice is before I start a business and I'll give you a real life example. Before I start a business, I always try to have all the tools in place to be successful in the business. So if I'm a carpenter and I'm building a house if the only thing I have is, is is a hammer and nails, guess what? I'm not going to be that successful because I can't saw, you know, I can't do all the other things that I need to build a successful house. So when I was a uh, started my one of my businesses, my ADT security system business, while I was working in corporate America, I basically bought everything I needed over a six month period to be able to start my business. I bought desks. Every time I got paid, I buy a desk, I buy phones, I buy computers, I buy supplies, I buy uh, the security system. So when it was time for me to open, when I quit my job and I quit my job on a Friday and basically that Monday, uh, I had a new office already signed, a lease, and I opened the door that Monday morning. Everything pretty much because I moved in that weekend was all set up and I already was running ads for salespeople, telemarketers, and all that. So I opened the door. I was ready to go. I had all the tools I needed. So sometimes if we don't have the money, uh, all of the money up front, we may have to piece it together over a period of time. So I think that's a major obstacle. I've seen people that started businesses and they just, you don't, you don't have the tools to be successful. You don't have you don't have a website. You don't have a phone system or, or whatever, a way to contact people. You don't have an email database. And I'm like, you you got it, especially in today's age, guys, you need to have some type of online presence. It could be a one page website, because the first thing people are going to do is they're going to. Oh, man. All right. This is Jay Jones uh, Life Insurance. All right. Let me let me check this dude out. You got a website. What does it look like? So those type of things, having the funds or the resources to start your business. And like I said, with with uh, with us, you know, unfortunately, we're undercapitalized, you know, and don't have the access to capital that a lot of other people have. I've seen been in the mortgage business and the finance industry. I've seen people not that don't look like us can go to a bank and get loans for some of the dumbest business ideas I have ever heard of and they'll get all types of monies 
You know, oh, yeah, that sounds great. And when I was in uh, at Merrill Lynch and when I was a stockbroker, we would call that a stock or a business that had no legs, meaning that it really it wasn't a strong, strong business. But I've seen people of other ethnicities go walk into banks and get hundreds of thousands of dollars for an idea that was really never really going to work. We don't have that luxury. So we have to be more disciplined and we have to be more um concise when we start our businesses and what we're talking about guys is what are some of the biggest obstacles that your business has and and i'd love you guys to chime in in a little bit and tell me what some of your biggest obstacles are uh another one is uh and i just talked about this on beb 405 you don't have any leads right and so when i started my alarm business one of the first things that i i created this is back before the internet so I wanted a telemarketing division because I knew I couldn't sustain my business unless I had a consistent lead flow. So I had five telemarketers. They were my first hires. I hired them before I hired the salespeople. And the telemarketers were on the phone. I spent invested money into an automated uh, dialing system. And uh, it's called predictive dialing system that they would call out. You know, we, we target certain areas. And, um, you know, every day we got new, fresh leads in. And so if you don't have leads, once again, you don't have sales and you don't have a business. So it's all about a, a consistent lead generation system. And I think a lot of us don't think about that when we start out. We're just so happy to be in business. But you need to be able to generate consistent leads. If you can't do that, trust me, you're not going to be in business a long time. So you got to have that lead generation system. And I, I say this all the time on Black Entrepreneur Blueprint. The two systems that you need to start off with are lead generation system and your fulfillment system. All those other systems can wait. If you don't have the leads coming in and if you can't fulfill the leads, you know, be it a physical product delivery or service uh, fulfillment or whatever. I don't care if you're selling insurance. I don't care if you're selling widgets. Okay, you have to be able to fulfill the order when somebody orders from you. They need it. So when I had my alarm business, oh, yeah, they, they signed up for the alarm. I had to have installers go out. I had to have equipment go out. I had customer service on the back end to make sure that they understood how the system worked. So I had to have a fulfillment system and obviously a lead generation system. Those are the two systems that you need up front. Uh, also, another setback or another obstacle that I see, guys, is not really selling the right product or service, right? And so a lot of times we get in our head, hey, uh, you know, this is a product I like. You know, this is a service I like. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to understand, is there a market for that product or service? Are you the only one that likes it? Or... You know, does, you know, is there a large group of people that like it? And so I think you need to have some some experience or research to back it up. Perfect example. And I use I use my buddy all the time. There's a ton of people that love home automation, but the home automation systems he was selling with ten, fifteen thousand dollars. It's not the. The little plug and play home automation that you see like ring and all of these other, uh, you know, small uh, plug and play systems. And so his target market was totally different. And just because you like to hit a button in your car and now all your lights go down before you go up before you come in the house doesn't mean everybody else does. Everybody isn't a gadget person. So when you pick your product or service, you need to make sure that there's a market a real market that you can access, not just a market, but a market that you can access to be able to generate sales and revenues. So if I'm selling million dollar homes, multi-million dollar homes in the Hollywood Hills, you know, yeah, there's a market for that. But am I tapped into that market? Can I access that market as a black man with most of my potential clients aren't going to look like me and they probably already have connections so even though it's a great market, can I tap into that market? Am I able to get a slice of that market? And so when we create our products and services, we have to think about, once again, do people want this? And am I able to tap into the market? 
And I always talk about human nature and black entrepreneur blueprint. So human nature dictates that many times people will buy what they want before what they need. Right. And so once we tap into the psychology of, of, of purchasing and buying, right, then that can help us also. But you got to understand that you need to have the right product or service and be able to tap into that market. So on the uh, BBA elite call, uh, we were talking and I had mentioned that if you're doing a newsletter right now on cryptocurrency, you probably could build that in NFTs. You probably could build that newsletter very quickly because it's a hot topic right now, you know, but if you're doing the newsletter on something else that may not be as hot, not that you can't do it. You can still tap into it, but it may take longer for you to do that. So you have to be cognizant of what your product or service is and are you able to tap into that market? So I'll, I'll go back to the Hollywood Hills houses. If I'm a real estate agent, black real estate agent selling, you know, 20, 30, 50 million dollar houses in Hollywood Hills. It's a great market if you can tap into it. Me, I don't have any connections like that. And it would probably be pretty hard for me to tap into it, even though it's a great market. And what we're talking about today, guys, are what are some of the biggest obstacles in your business? And I, I'd love to get you guys feedback. So um, once I finish this diatribe in a minute, if you want to speak, hit the phone icon uh, on the bottom right to join the caller queue and then hit the mic to unmute yourself. But these are some of the major obstacles that we face in terms of starting a business. And I'm going to tell you guys, man, uh, tech stack. To me, the tech stack is probably one of the, the most important because you know what you want. You know what your system or, or, or your, your funnel looks like, but you're just not able to implement it. And I think if, if, if you want to start a business, guys, if you start a business of building sales funnels for people, you'll make a ton of money. Literally, if you want to start or make money and you're good with customizing Shopify sites, you will make a ton of money because a lot of times as entrepreneurs and creators, we know what we want, but we may not have the skills to actually put it together. That's just like if you're building your, your own house. Yeah, I want this type of kitchen. I want this. I want that. I can't build it, but I know what I want. And I think if you're in the service industry and you can give people what they want, not what they need necessarily, there's room for you to make money. And it's funny. I was talking to my buddy who is a web designer and I was telling him, I said, dude, you need to start focusing on Shopify, customizing Shopify sites. And I said, you'll make a ton of money. Shopify's basic sites are they're, they're blah, they're bland. You know, I said, if you can jazz these type of sites up, Man, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's, a, it's a, a windfall. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I do a lot of WordPress. I said, I get that. I said, WordPress is cool. I said, but if you're looking for people that are really just straight e-commerce, I said, man, if you can customize Shopify sites to look like a WordPress site or even create a WordPress site where you can plug in your Shopify uh, HTML code. And, and I've done that on, on my WordPress sites. It just makes it look that much better because it's all about the experience. So we want to focus on guys, uh, well, not focus on, but we want to we want to talk about obstacles that we're having, and 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 how can we get over them to move our business along. And the last one I want to talk about is uh, not uh, not enough know how or really inexperience. So I get this a lot, and it bugs the bejesus out of me, right? You know, people are like, uh, paralysis by analysis, right? You're never going to learn how to do anything until you do what? Do it or try to do it, right? And so when you don't have experience as an entrepreneur, there's only one way you're going to get it. It's not by reading books. It's not by watching movies. It's not by, you know, looking at somebody else. You eventually have to do something. You have to put in some work. And so the faster that you start putting in the work, the faster that you're going to learn things. And so um, I, had a, I had a brother who was in one of our mastermind groups, and literally this dude for six months was, was oh, I got to research this. I'm studying that. He didn't do a damn thing in six months. Literally nothing but read and research. 
and his background was at let's see an accountant or something like that was <laughs> certain professions and personalities are so uh uh what's the word I'm looking for they're so uh cautious that they they don't allow themselves to learn by making mistakes it's just like riding a bike you fall down you get back up and eventually you learn how to ride that bike and that's what entrepreneurship is now i get it it's a big difference you don't want to blow your life savings uh falling down as an entrepreneur but you can do things to test and get your your idea out there to get proof of concept but until you actually get out there and do something guys it don't matter what you talk about. It doesn't matter what you read. It doesn't matter what you watch. You're not going to find out or get any proof of concept until you do something. And I think uh, if if there were entrepreneurs, uh, well, there are entrepreneurs that have been sleeping on multi-million dollar businesses because they, they're scared to fail. They don't have the experience to get the job done. And the only way they're going to get the experience is going out there and doing it. And so don't be, if you're listening to this and you're a prospective entrepreneur, don't let that be you, please. Now, go out there, get the experience that you need. Don't risk everything to be successful, but you got to have proof of concept. So what do I mean by proof of concept? I don't care about all of that uh, focus groups and all of this nonsense. Not nonsense because you'll get information and feedback from focus groups. But true proof of concept is when somebody goes in Hip Pocket National that's their pocket, and buys your product or service. That is true proof of concept, okay? Anything else beside that ain't going to pay your bills. You can take a, a survey, and I've done this from family and friends. Oh, yeah, this is a, yeah, I love this product, blah, blah, blah. All right, you know, how much would you pay for it? Oh, I pay this. All right, look, man, I'm trying to get some reviews on Amazon. You mind hooking me up? And literally crickets. You know, they so here's what I would say if you're trying to get proof of concept. It's better to get proof of concept from complete strangers or a group that you, you know, you're not familiar, not familiar, but that you're not associated with. If strangers buy your product or service on a, on a consistent basis, that means you've got something. A lot of times family and friends, if they buy your product or service, they're buying it just because it's you. You want to get true demographic feedback and, and feedback on what's good, what's not good, what you need to be improved, you know, what needs to be improved. So really focus on being able to get that that true proof of concept by testing from people that are outside your your I guess your network. That's your true proof of concept. So today, guys, we're talking about uh, what's the biggest obstacle in your business right now and how can we get around it? So I'm going to open up the floor. Uh, so if you want to jump on, once again, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue, then hit the mic to unmute yourself so you can speak. Definitely want to hear what's your guys' biggest obstacle right now in your business. So, um, anybody that wants to step on up, please do hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. All right. We got my man, Derek. Let me, let me pull him up. All right, brother Derek, hit that unmute button, man. Uh, the, hit the mic button to unmute yourself, man. Okay, uh, could you hear me? I got you, bro. What's All going right. on, my man? Man, <laughs> man, this is great. Thanks, thanks, Jay, for for the uh, lesson there. But I tell yeah. you what, a um, mm -hmm. couple of things that are really big on my list. Okay, it's time. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yep. it's, it's it's you know because you know I'm still working the job. Right. And and it's and it seems seems like, uh, you know, because night at night or on the weekends, my, mm. you know, it's all focused on the business, trying right. to get the business. And since since my business is is new there, mm. um, you know, trying to learn all the technical things that, you know, building websites and lead pages and all that kind of stuff there mm -hmm. and then and then try trying to build up a list right of client clientele it's just it's 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 a lot of, of right one. but my i i was i was thinking i said well well trying to get some other people involved um mm -hmm. trying to collaborate with other like-minded people as, as as you said there uh 
uh, is somewhat difficult. Some, you know, yeah. If you're not in the in the the, the circles there, right? Uh, you know, you're you know, and then just going on the websites or here, just googling, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, groups and things of that sort. You never know what you would uh, come up with there. Yeah. But uh, what what's your take on on how can you get into groups? Now I'm in the greatest group in in the world, the the the, the you know the the elite group now. That's it. You know, <laughs> my man. <laughs> you know. Yep. But uh, you know how? I mean, you know, just just yeah, getting the flow of mm-hmm. where you know people of like minded. Uh, yeah large at so to speak so that that's a great question brother Derek so one of the things is and I um I know with the COVID it really shut it down but um I used to be pretty uh heavy on in at uh meetup right uh, what is it meetup.com or whatever so you'll have the different entrepreneurial groups and uh that may have after work uh functions or mixers or events and what I really found, man, and, and people say this all the time, you know, look at your friends and you, you're basically looking at yourself. And so if you want to level up a lot of times, man, you got to be around people. Uh, and if you're talking about entrepreneurship or anything, really, that are you're not the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you can find some meetup groups, some organizations uh, of like-minded people, uh, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of groups out there like, uh, 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 damn, what's it called? Like the, um, chamber, black chamber of commerce, if they have events and things of that nature, or if it's a specific interest group. So I used to be in this e-commerce meetup group in Philly and I uh, met a lot of good people that gave me a lot of good, uh, advice uh, for people that are in e-commerce, but once COVID came, obviously that that kind of shut down. They're starting to get back up again. But I would look at that. Uh, and another thing is, you can start to look to to form form your own collective or your your own group. You may have a couple other friends that are entrepreneurs. Hey, man, let's you know every every month or every two weeks, let's let's all just jump on the line, man, for a quick powwow maybe 30 minutes or whatever um something like that just to keep you your your motor charged you know what i mean Uh because anytime i talk to matter of fact like this 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 is an example for me when i talk to you guys you know or when i'm interviewing somebody my motor gets charged and i'm like yo this is this is this is what i love i love to talk to people i love to learn things um and the different ideas and i think you just got to start connecting yourself with like-minded people, be it in a group or, you know, uh, an existing group or setting up a group for yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to, like I said, don't be the smartest one in the group. You could be the smartest one in the group in your specific area, <laughs> per se, but make sure that you have other people that, you know, that are going to bring things to the table, man. And and you mentioned something real good too, Derek, time, right? So I think, uh, I just want to share this. I think we all make time for what we feel is important right and i know a lot of times we're working we're trying to do this it's tough right but if i was single and Halle berry said to me that she wants to go out with jay jones five nights a week guess <laughs> guess where i'd be five nights a week i'd be hanging out with Halle berry right all right so <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying so so i think we just have to prioritize that time and yeah. uh, now, if y'all, if if the show goes off early, that means my wife came up here and bust me in the back of the head while I'm not paying attention. She might have heard that. Now nah, I'm joking, <laughs> but, but I'm telling you, th- yeah, I think it, it's a priority. And and once you focus on that, it's just like anything else—an exercise program. You're getting your PhD. You're going mm-hmm. back to school. You make time for the things that that have to or that are that are high priority for you and i know a lot of times if if you're not making any money off of it it can be discouraging but i think i think if you want it bad enough you're going to make the time for it but uh definitely great 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 question and time is really that's a real big obstacle and i forgot about that yeah yeah yeah. cool i appreciate you brother all right, all right. That. It's all it's wide open, guys. So if anybody else, what what's what's one of your biggest obstacles? Uh, come on up. We got my man, brother Frank. All right, brother Frank, hit that uh hit that unmute button, man. Yeah, what's going on, brother? What's up, bro? What's uh, happening? 
Yeah, Chuck, I, I may have to piggyback a little bit off of Derek because uh, okay. one of my things is, is the time, man. Yeah. Uh, as, as far as um, man, I, I find myself at work, you know, yep. uh, kind of uh, thinking about my business, uh, you know, when I'm when I'm there, um, you know, I might I might go on the computer and, and look at look at a little Alibaba. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, because uh, you know, I really don't want to be there. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I find myself, you know, really, uh, actually, you know, thinking about my business and, and whatnot, and yeah, and when on like on my days off, I can't wait, you know, because I like, I like uh, the the creating part of it, mm-hmm. you know, as, um, you know, working with the WordPress site, something that I didn't think I was ever going to be able to do, you <laughs> know? right? And and you know, and and kind of adding on to sites and stuff like that, and. Um, you know, you know, I look forward to that. Man, I got two days off. I can, I can really dive into it, and I dive into it, and go back to work, and you know, just try to, just try to, um, the, the days that I do work. Yeah. So you know, trying to prioritize after I get off. You know, as far as, far as um, luckily I don't have any small kids. Right. To whereas I gotta, you know, uh, feed them dinner and stuff like that. So I do have a little, little bit time to say most. But um, you know, just just getting that time in, you know, and just um, just be having the patience and, and, and just let it grow. Say, well, you know, Frankie ain't been in, you know, <laughs> here yet, you know. Right, right. So, you know, it, it takes time. So just just uh, just being um, being patient. Yeah, know? yeah. So. Time is big, man. I and one of the things I, I talked about on the show a couple times is you know, uh, you know time blocking and setting a uh, specific time for specific uh, actions or tasks that you have. And I know, you know, and, and I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm actually real good at this cause I got a lot of balls in the head. I'm juggling, but, um, and I try to be very deliberate with my time. And sometimes, uh, you know, uh, you just, you just ain't out. You, you just can't do it, you know, yeah. but if you, you just want to do as much as possible. And like, um, writing a book like when i write my books i i even if i i don't have the the the, the wherewithal I don't, i'm not feeling it today i'll force myself to do an hour or an hour and a half of writing and i may have to go back the next day and, and scrap the whole thing but just kind of forcing yourself to do the the tasks and yeah. so i think um i used to tell my my daughters i said you know embrace the process you know, yeah. so you want to get good at something. Don't think about getting good at something. Think about the process. Embrace that process and then everything will work itself out. And I think, you know, with the time aspect, I think we have to do that in order to get where we need to be. If Trust, because we know if we don't put the time in, we're not going to get there. That's yeah. just a fact, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah. we just got to figure it out and, and be uh, diligent with that. But now nah, yeah. that's 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 a, that's a good point, man. Yeah, you and Derek brought up good points, man. So yeah, because I like, said I find myself at work, you know, kind of you know browsing online every night. <laughs> I said, man, Don't get fired now, bro. Yeah, look, look. I said, man, I said, man I, this business better jump off fast before uh, I get fired before, before I have a chance to quit. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they go. They gonna tell you to leave before you're ready, huh? Yeah. Then you got. Then you got to go home and tell the wife. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my man. Right, hey. bro. Okay, bro. I talk to you, brother. All right. Okay. All right. We got my man, brother Belvin, in in the house. All right. Hit that on mute, bro. Brother Maldives. Coming back from world <laughs> traveling. What's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I can't call it. <laughs> when you was talking about that that brother that uh that master class, I think I was in that class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were there. You, that's right. You were there. <laughs> you, you were asking him every every yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm yeah, working. yeah, you were in there. That's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, bro. It was it got to the point, man. I'm like, all right, man. I had to yo. <laughs> I had to kick him out the class, man. I was like, "Come on, man! You wasted your own money. I can't, you know. You ain't doing nothing." Yeah, yeah. Well, man, I tell you, um, you know, when you talk about lead generation, and mm-hmm. with me in the travel business, 
it's so funny, man, because you you talk about a sales cycle. Right. A, a simple lead generation for me is just really just having a call to action on my website. Mm-hmm. And I have the call to action every time I put content up, even when I have it on YouTube, I, I'll do a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. But I'll say, have, you know, a contact, to, you know, for a free 15 minute consultation to, to discuss what you just saw or to plan a vacation. And, man, uh, that's probably one of the best things because, you know, it. It pushed you through the sales cycle. I got like a, a you know, a, a step-by-step sales cycle. So once, if they say yay or nay after that 15-minute consultation, mm-hmm. it's good, you know. Right. Either we're doing it or we're not. And then right. on to the next. So, that's it. Uh, man, that's now, how do you that. follow up with them? So, you keep, you put them on your, on your list, your newsletter or your. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's automatic, man. It's gotcha. automated. Once you, once you didn't sign up for the consultation, you best believe you are on my newsletter. <laughs> you are so, uh, but right. you don't shoot. We, yeah. You know, we, we see if it's a good fit for us and if they lollygagging like, man, mm-hmm. just literally, it was a lady that just came to me and said, uh, Paris, I want to do a Paris and London trip. Oh, and she was like, do you remember me? course you know i don't i don't remember nothing but everybody you know, i yeah. looked at my past emails we talked mm. in 2019 and i sent her the link she just now came back in 2022 ready to go ain't that but, crazy but she's been in my my um you know in my mm-hmm. database the whole time yep that's 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 powerful brother that's powerful yeah. man yeah it's funny when when you talk about that um and I, i've talked about this on the show this was years ago though but in my mortgage business, so if we closed, I'm just using this as an, uh, a number, uh, 150 loans this month. I used to go back and look at my data, and out of those 150 loans that we closed that month, 20 to 25% were from people that we talked to six months ago yeah, that, yeah. Had, that had come through the system. But that's that's why it's so important to have that system because – you know, we I always talk about ready, willing, and able. You know, our, the people have to be ready, willing, and able to purchase whatever your product or service is. And sometimes at, they're not ready at that point. Case in point, the lady you spoke to in 2019 is now, you know what I mean, looking to do something with Paris and London right now. So having that system and having that, that you know, database where you're continuously marketing to them, you know, that's... You know, 20 to 25 percent of 150, that's 30, you know, 35 loans. And if I'm if I'm grossing, you know, shit, back in that, excuse the French guy. Uh, if I'm if I'm if I'm grossing 15 grand, you know, uh, a loan and I got, you know, 20 loans, that's three hundred thousand dollars for the month. I wouldn't have if I didn't have that that system in place. Right. And and that's that's critical, man. So that's why I was harping this, you know, this last show Monday. I'm like, I'm getting these calls, man, and I'm getting these these uh you know people reaching out to me. Uh, my business is is going under. Yeah, you got a sales system in place. You know, you lead generate, you generate leads. Uh, no, there's your problem. <laughs> you ain't got to be Sherlock Holmes after this. What's your lead generation system? Ah, I don't know. I was like, man, that's that's your problem, bro. You gotta have it. You got to have it, man. So, man, man it's, 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 it's crazy. It's as simple. It's as simple as putting it in, you know, on in your email signature or anything, man. Well, you know, and and putting some valuable content out there. So, exactly. Um, like for in my case, man, you know, they just up, uh, you know, changed the the face mandate. Right. I right. Just, you know, I was probably one of the first ones. Just you know, put a post about it. Mm-hmm. Now you get people coming in and I'm like, okay, I, I was hesitant to travel. I'm ready to travel now. It's just right. you add value, but you got to have a call to action for you know for them to talk to you and got and, to and, and take it from there. Yeah, man, that yeah, that call to action is big, man. So, um, in terms of what, so you talked about a signature, right? Have you ever heard of? Yeah. Uh, I for, I forgot this guy's name. You ever heard of the super signature? It's a concept no. out there. So, and I, I, I got a note to do a show on this, but the super signature um, has, at the bottom, it has something to the effect that I can help you with three things, right? So a lot of times people get confused, and I'm just going to make up an example. Uh, I can help you with this 
I can help you with that. And I can help you with it, you know. So but he only gives people three things with links in them. These are the three things I can help you with. So in your case, I can help you plan a travel. You know, you plan. I can help you do this or I can help you do that. But right. it focuses on keeping it simple and not giving people too many options because a confused mind doesn't make a decision. Right. right. So, yeah. But in his signature, um, damn, I, I, I definitely got to do a show on it now. It, the way he has everything worded was crazy. And I was listening to this podcast about a year and a half ago. And he was just saying once he changed just his signature in his email autoresponders, his business went up over 30 percent. I was like, damn. That's crazy. It, yeah. So all of that stuff is is it's a science to it, man. And we gotta just tweak it, play around with it. And I'm sure you being in the business so long, you found out what, you know, what what makes the makes the the arrow move based on how you respond, what you're responding with, and your different lead magnets. So what's your biggest lead magnet now, man? Is it the consultation? Yeah, it's the it's okay. the consultation, man. It's the, it's the free consultation. So it's usually uh uh you know, I don't have a a, a pretty much a digital campaign campaign, right. but once I get you into the lead magnet and get the free consultation, you set and then um if even if you don't go, I have a newsletter that goes out every 2 weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's enticing you to travel. So right. it's not like I'll I'll have like for for example this Sunday, I always do it at Sunday at noon. Okay. Because people are at home, and usually, you know, during that time, they gon' they don't mind just looking at an email. It used to be like the Sunday newspaper type deal, right? Yeah. Um, so they just laying around and they come on their phone, they'll read it. But I just mm-hmm. did something like, uh, and I just just repurposes repurpose. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, stuff from Travel and Leisure, twenty five right. best places to go for couples. Boom, yeah. Put that in there. And then call to, call to action for me, you know, if you're interested. Boom. Damn. And it's, you know, just simple man. as that, man. How do you, uh, and, and I, if you don't mind me asking, man, so so people that listen to this, either listening live or when they listen to the replay, how do you uh, schedule that? So walk me through your, your lead generation process. You're going to send out content, you know, that makes sense. You, your call to action is the, it's a 15 minute consultation, right? Right. And, so, and how do you schedule that? Is it do they auto schedule or you have to get back to them or how does that work? No, it's auto schedule. So I got a WordPress WordPress plugin. I I was using uh, uh, Acuity, but mm-hmm. I found a you know a regular free one on my on on the WordPress plugin. So it allows me. So I have I put certain days and times where mm-hmm. I have a free consultation. So I usually have it first thing in the morning, maybe from nine to ten. And mm-hmm. then in the afternoon, uh, four to five. So gotcha. then they pick a date that automatically goes on my calendar. Okay. So uh, and it and it updates them as well. So I would then, you know, basically on that call when they schedule the call, they mm-hmm. put in where they want to go, you know, uh, when they're trying to go, and, and you know, just some simple things. I don't have them fill out too much because I'm right. I'm, I'm use it on the phone. Right. So we talk on there, and the main thing I say. Before we get off this phone, you're either going to hire me or not. This mm-hmm. is, you know, this is <laughs> putting it to the test. It's going to be it? a yes or no. Uh, like old school, are you my girlfriend? Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Check this box. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they check. They either, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm going to get back with you. I got to ask my wife, you know, all right. that. That's cool. That's right. a no to me. But right. that means I'm going to then give you an email after that to just say, this is the credit card authorization link for $200. Um, you know, click this, and when you're ready. So we've already discussed it. It's gotcha. now the ball's in your court. Damn. Man, I'm going to tell you, sometimes I'll get a, 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 you know, a service fee come into my, you know, my merchant account. I'm like, where is this? Then I look at the dang on uh, time. It was like months and months ago when we had that wow. email. They've been That's sitting great. on it. But Damn. it's in my sales cycle, so it just keeps, you know, right. I don't worry about it. I did my job. I put it in their court. When they're ready to go, they're ready because I'm already going to the next. You know? Right, so it's, right. I've solved that. You know, I gave them the solution to the problem. Now it's for them to take the medicine. 
That's Dang. all I'm thinking about, man. So that helps me keep going through the process. I'm not worried about a no or, or a hesitation. I'm already to the next. To On to the next. So let me ask you this, man. I know at one time you were talking about charging people just for the consultation. Did you go through with that or, or did you change? Or, or what? No, no. Well, I charge people for the actual service of designing it. So my, okay. my freebie is the, the free the consultation to see if we're going to uh, gotcha. do it or not. So that's my freebie on, you know, almost like my lead magnet freebie, right. as you can say. So you get to talk to me about, you know, 15 minutes. And I have to cut that off sometimes because you right. want to, you know, go <laughs> right. overboard. But all I do is it, my whole thing is, and I'll tell you if it's reasonable or not. You know, my whole gotcha. thing is you, you're not going to go to Hawaii for a thousand dollars. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Telling them, telling them all, you know, you know, people coming from the Maldives. I want to go to the Maldives for a weekend. You're not going to go to the Maldives for a weekend. It's a 30 hour flight. Right. You're not going to go to Maldives for a weekend. So it's, right. it's, it's clear in their mind, but we, in that 15 minutes, we're going to see, are you, you going to hire me? Or are you going to have a better understanding? And then you're going to get in my newsletter. So either way, you, you, you're a part of the ecosystem either way. Either way. And we just right. keep, yeah. We just keep going, going on from there. And, um, and I, you know, that's pretty much it, man. And I, I usually try to put valuable content out there on Instagram or YouTube or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, with the call to action as well. Man. To, um, I wanted to ask you, man, when, uh, when you go through and you do the 15 minute consultation, right. And, and let me, let me preface this first. So my wife, I like them too. I ain't gonna lie. I, I watch a lot of these, like, uh, house flipping shows and all of that stuff on HGTV or whatever, or, you know, they're trying to find a new house. So a lot of times what the realtor will do there, Oh yeah, we our budget is 450,000. So a lot of times, and even my friends that are real estate agents, they'll take somebody to a house that's $500,000, right? Or a little bit over their budget and they'll show them what that is. So they understand now when I take you to, you know, uh, a $300,000 house. This is what that 300,000 is going to get you. This is what 500,000 is going to get you. And it kind of gives them a frame of reference. Do you do that when it comes to your travel packages or do you just work specifically with, uh, uh, the location or is it a dollar amount or is it a combination? So we work with when we, when we, in the consultation, they will give us a budget. Okay. So what we do is we design it. Our whole thing is I design around your emotions, but we have gotcha. to come up with a realistic uh, budget as well. So right. within that, uh, that's after the paid consultation. So after the paid consultation, that's when I work on designing a proposal. Gotcha. So, so the thing with us, we just can't give you a quote because it's a custom trip. And right. not right. only that, I'm not going to give you a quote and then you go with somebody else. That's a waste right. of time. And they understand mm-hmm. that. So right. my, me doing the work is is giving you a quote. That's part gotcha. of the work. Okay. So, um, so when I'm doing that, what we'll do is if they give us a, a let's just say a budget of ten thousand, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give them you know something a little bit within that budget, a little bit you know maybe you know two maybe two out within that budget, and then I'm gonna put one that's just extremely like boom boom boom. But with this right. thousand, you can right. get this and this right. and this and that. And it's mm-hmm. up to them to make a decision. Right. Sometimes, gotcha. man, you give them the hire. You know, I've had people go out of their budget a right. lot. Yeah. Just by showing them the bells and whistles they can get by putting an extra, you know, two Gs in it or something like that. Yeah. So. That makes sense. That's Man, that's 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 a, that's a lesson right there, man. That This conversation right here, bro. I'm telling you, man. Uh, lead generation, uh, different tiered pricing based on, you know, the options available. And like you said, sometimes people, like we talked the other day with the high, mid, and low level options, sometimes people will take the, you know, you give them those options, but sometimes people will take the high option. And uh, yeah, man, that's that, that's good stuff. So I want that light bulb to go off, y'all. That's this is, this is a brother that's got his system down to a science and generating leads. So, you know, Bel- Belvin, he ain't working at uh you know, wherever during the day now, cause no, cause you would be, you were able to transition, you know, to your thing and without a lead generation system, you know, man, you don't, where would you be? You'd exactly, probably be back man. in corporate. Yep. <laughs> right? yep. 
I left, man, you know, I left corporate in 2017, man. And even with the pandemic, it has, you know, with, with no travel. But the great thing about it is, you're right, man, systems and a sales cycle. Right. It's so important. And I'm still, you know, working on, on bettering my system because one day I want to hire virtual assistants to really just I'm working right. on just doing a standing operating procedure to, you know, teach them the system so I can really work uh, or, you know, outside of the business on, on right. just management. But, man, mm-hmm. if you don't take the time and put your systems down and your sales cycle down, which, yeah. which is yeah. basically lead generation. You, you're missing out, and it's it's very simple, man. Just take take go to the library, get just put them through the sales, you know, a person through the sales cycle, and um, I integrate my stuff with Constant Contact. I know people probably think that email marketing is, is old, but man, they have everything for me, man. I put that, I put it, I integrate it with that. You into my system, boom, yep. and you there for you there to you unsubscribe. <laughs> So. Man, how how like with with your sequences? How long do you have like specific sequences for people that say yes and for people that say no, or is everybody like on the same same type of cycle? When you say sequences, like in what, like before like, they make a decision, or yeah. So say for example, um, I talk to you and I'm not ready right now. Do you just get the e? Do I just get the newsletter? Or do I get a, you know, uh, like a, a campaign to try to get me to, you know, to, to, to purchase? Or do you, or am I just in your standard uh, cycle where everybody's in with the newsletter? Okay, so once you, uh, once you, once we finish the call, I give you uh, the credit card authorization link and okay. the uh, and a vacation request form for you to fill out whenever you're ready. Gotcha. All right. In the meantime. Um, you're going to start getting just, you're going to get my um, newsletter. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, just coming out every two weeks. Gotcha. So I'm not going to be, you know, I already gave you all the information. Now it's up to you. Gotcha. And what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to keep inspiring you with that newsletter. Because right. on that newsletter, it's not just standard. It gives you inspiration, but also gives you testimonials from other people just like you mm-hmm. who, who's gone. And then I'll also give you kind of a video of places that I've gone. And it kind right. of gets, keeps keeps them inspired to say, okay, I'm ready. And that's Damn. what it is. Basically, that's all it is, is whenever they're ready. Right. I'm here right. when I'm when you're ready, but I've already given you the information. Now it's up to you to make that decision. Because gotcha. I'm already on to the next person. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, that's good stuff, bro. That is good stuff, man. So I, I, I want y'all to take note to that. I ain't mean to keep you on that long, bro. But that I I just wanted everybody to understand how important that that system is, man, and uh, being able to to once again keep you out of going back to corporate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because because I'm telling you, man, if you don't have them sales coming in, what? It's a, it's a wrap. You're gonna have to do something. You know, you're have to do something, man. And uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I I learned a lot from you, and I appreciate yeah. it, man. It's yeah, just brother. like you just you just putting a, you know, you gotta have that that lead. You know, you got to have a lead, and it's not it's not hard. It's not rocket science. Right. I was thinking about exactly telling people, oh, I got to put a, you know, a 12 page funnel and stuff like that, man. Try to make nah. it as simple, simple as possible, man. But but you got to right. keep them in a database and keep them, you know, yeah. keep pr- providing value to them. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? And I think your industry, I mean, is perfect because um, once again, with your newsletter, you sending out, you know, uh, testimonials. You got videos of your travels. And so I, I'll be honest, if I get a newsletter like that, man, I, I definitely open it up. And it's funny because I always talk about retiring out in L.A. So I'll go on this, this YouTube channel. I go on this realtor out in L.A. has these great, uh, you know, reviews. And he's going in and, and, and showing these different houses and stuff. And uh, when you see it, it just gets you invigorated. Damn, I can see myself in there, you know. <laughs> I, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Just like with your travel, people are like, damn, I can see myself in the Maldives or wherever you have your videos. And I think that's that's uh, that, that's super smart, man. In in including not just the you know good great content, but the video, the imagery, you know, the videos and everything else, the testimonials that go along with it. So that's good stuff, bro. That's good it's, stuff, it's, man. Thank you, man. I, I tell yeah. you, um, and that's another thing too. You, 
people, you know, get on social media and um, because a lot of it is not. You, I talk about my newsletter going out every two weeks, but they see what I do on social media as well. Right. And that's yeah. what, you know, that's a daily or, or every other day thing. And once they yeah. see that and, they, you know, I try to do a little, per, you know, personal things uh, from everything and giving them the top tips and, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, that helps as well. Man, have you been to every continent, man? No, no. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Antarctica. I, I got to go to Antarctica, but I've, okay. been to, yeah. <laughs> I've been to everyone, I think, except for that one. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. And so and that's another thing. So you're not, I, I don't want to, hopefully my cousin ain't listening to this. I got a cousin. She's a uh, uh, internet travel agent, right? So yeah, you know yeah. how you sign up. <laughs> You know, and you pay this it's fee. Got yeah. multi-level marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the difference between a professional travel agent and my cousin is when you look at when you look at your social media, these are places that you've been, you've scouted out, you've talked to the you know the the owners of the properties or management of the properties, and so it's a different level. Because it's not something that somebody told me, hey, I've been there. I've been traveling. I've been doing this for a long time. And I'm giving you and sharing my expertise versus, like I said, my cousin who's up there. Yeah, you should go here, here. Man, I ain't even listening to you. You know, <laughs> so it's a level of service and professionalism. I love my cousin, but, you know, she ain't, I don't even think she's been out of the continental United States. <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> No, you hey, you would be surprised, man, how many of them like that stuff. But the the thing is, so many people think our industry is easy because right. they they learn how to book it on on Priceline or Expedia right. or something like that. And it's more than just you know putting a putting a uh, you know putting somebody's information into a into a, right. a database, man. It it exactly. takes a lot more, especially if you if you really want to make some money in it. You know, right. all that little point and click stuff, man. Yeah. They don't yeah. understand you going to Expedia, which is all that is, is an online travel agency. So you basically just sell it for them. Exactly. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, OTM. OTM. Yep. OTM. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, bro. Thanks for thanks for imparting and sharing that information, man. So you guys understand that you got to have that lead generation system uh, clicking, man. If not, you're going to be in trouble. You gonna be in trouble. Yeah. Also, bro, I'm gonna link up with you tomorrow, man. I I, I uh, started uploading some of the stuff, so uh, I have that for you for your uh, for your site, man. All right. Okay. I cool. appreciate it, man. All right, brother. Talk to you. All right, later. Okay. All right, bro. All right, guys. We got anybody else? Any comments? Questions? We you know uh, anything? It's your business, my business, entrepreneurship. Uh, anything about the topic? Uh, you know, you chime on in. We got a couple minutes left before we shut it down. Okay. All right. We don't have anything. All right. Going once, going twice, going three times. It's a wrap. Oh, hold on. We got LaDonna. She just got in under the wire. Hold on, y'all. All right, LaDonna. Hit that, uh, hit that, uh, mic button to unmute yourself. All right. Hey. There you go. All right. You just got in under the wire. No, I didn't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said. Uh, well, I, I'm just going to be the one to say it. Um, I'm one of those people that's, um, that's holding me back. It's just fear. Fear. And, gotcha. What you scared of? Failure. <laughs> oh, that's part, that's part of the process. That's part of the process. Don't be scared of that. Now, look, don't fail and lose your home and all of that stuff. But... <laughs> You know, you don't want to feel that bad, but, but, but little, little setbacks. See, the yeah. true failure comes is when you quit. That's when you really fail. But if you keep plugging away, I mean, everybody that, you know, I, I could tell you, like I said, I had a lot of bum businesses that were, that were garbage, but I just kept plugging at it. So think about really like, so with your business, if you're talking about the, 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 the t-shirt, so. Anybody that's, that, you know, wasn't in the other BBA elite group, LaDonna is thinking about doing uh, religious-based uh, T-shirts. So with that failure aspect, if you do print-on-demand, the only real money that you're going to have to spend beside the design, you know, having somebody help you design the, the actual product is driving traffic, uh, driving traffic 
to your site or to the links to purchase your product. So literally, you're not even if you aren't successful, you're not going to lose that much money. You know what I mean? It ain't life change. You ain't going to lose twenty thousand dollars. So don't be scared. Just just go ahead and do it. You know? Yeah. I accomplished a lot in life, and I'm not a quitter. And I, you know, I work hard, and so I made a lot of comp- uh, done a lot of things. But it's just this, and you know, geared to when you grow up to get out here or go yep. to school, get a job, get a good paying job, and seeing yep. your parents do that. Well, one of my parents, he, my dad, he was an entrepreneur, but I just never, you know, lived it like. But my mom, you know, that's what I was geared towards. So, right to finally get to be out there in that. Um, employee uh, at work atmosphere, and then you know, not liking how you're being treated, and having to ask for certain things, and feel like you just like a child, I guess you could say, in a way. And yeah. it's like, no, I, I want better, you know. So yeah. you know, it's just that. Uh, so that's my reason for. And you know, I have kids, I have small kids, and you just want to spend time with them and be able to do a lot of stuff with them that you right. wouldn't be able to do being caught, you know, to a nine to five and whatnot so yeah no i i get it it's a um you know i i always say um god god allows us to get uh well put it like this we can get comfortable with anything right so we can get comfortable in a good situation and we can get comfortable in a bad situation unfortunately so if you're used to living in a bad situation some people that you know you may grow up in a in a impoverished situation you get a not a comfortable you get accustomed to that so you also get accustomed to uh you know once you start you know uh moving up the socioeconomic ladder you get accustomed to that so i think god allows us to become accustomed to things and i think the 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 process of of being accustomed to being out on your own, you're going to get used to it. You know, right now, a lot of us are accustomed to a paycheck every week or two weeks. And so that's, that's comfort for us. You know, Hey, I know, I don't care if I don't do crap at work, I'm still getting a check this week. Not that, you know, you can't do that for, for a long time, but I think you can also get accustomed to creating your own income. And that is that's really one of the biggest mental hurdles, I think, LaDonna, is once you start doing that a little bit and you start seeing a success, eventually over time you'll become accustomed to that. But the only way to get there is, like we said, is is just doing the steps. So if you take baby steps now and don't risk a whole lot, then you'll start getting accustomed, even if it's $200 a month. Oh, man, all right. Next month is five hundred. Then it's a thousand. Ba 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 ba, and you eventually can get accustomed to that. But it just takes the the little steps and be prepared for the setbacks. That's just par for the course. You know, I don't think there's anybody on this call that myself included that started a business right away and it just went from zero to a hundred. You know. Um, right. mine went from zero to minus a hundred the first couple of times. So, <laughs> you know, so don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't worry about that because if you, you know, you're not putting up your house or, you know, your life savings. So just think about what's the worst thing that can happen. And really the worst thing that can happen is if you're, if you're not, you know, risking at all, the worst thing that can happen is guess what? I'm going to learn from this. Mm-hmm. And you take that. And I always say, you know, if, my mistakes are probably more integral in my success than my, uh, than my, my wins because I learned what not to do. And I understood that, okay, I can't do this again. All right. So that really is going to shape you and form you as an entrepreneur learning from your, your setbacks or your mistakes. So just be prepared for that. And, and, and that's all. And like I said, you know, um, reach out, you know, you got my number, reach out to me one-on-one, and you know whatever whatever you need me to help walk you through, I, I'll, I'll definitely do it for you. You know, because I I feel you. Which you know, uh, I, I got a soft spot for for kids, right? And so mm-hmm. I always talk about you know my business allowed me to spend tons of time with my kids when they were when they were younger. Now it's like a snap of a finger, and they're they're young ladies now. They they're grown. So you know, being able to take get that time, you can't get it back. So. 
um, you know, whatever I can do to help you out, like I said, please reach out and, uh, you know, I'm here for you. Definitely. And, well, thank you so much. Yeah. I want to say, you know, being in the BBE elite group is the best. And if anybody who listens to this call is definitely the the group to join. You yeah. Know? Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. And I'm going to tell you what my grandfather always said. If you're scared, get a dog. All right. No, <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> He used to say that, son, if you're scared, get a dog. And he, I was like, Pop, come on, man. He started laughing. But nah, you you good, you good, sis. We're, like I said, um, you know, just just keep pressing forward. And anything I can do to help you out, like I said, just reach out to me. Okay. I appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Man. All right, okay. We got anybody else? Uh, wants to chime in? We good? Okay. All right. Appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. So. Uh, every Tuesday now, we're going to do this at 8 p.m., give more people time to come in and share their stories and dialogue. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, look forward to seeing you next week. All right. Talk to you guys later. Peace.